Welcome to episode 186 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is um, it's Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 13th, 13th, son. It's the 13th of February, um, 2000, 2021. And um, uh, I, I hope your weekend's going all right, people, so far. First day of the weekend, doesn't it? Not that we can really do much still. I keep saying that, don't I? Not that we can, we can really do much. I don't know if everyone's got the memo. Um, just in case you haven't, we still can do a fuck all in this fucking aisle that we're living on. Um, uh, so, um, yes. Uh, so I, I haven't done a lot this week, people. I've, um, I've been to work, obviously, with the day job um, to keep um, keep the upkeep of Brig Tower. Briggs Towers going, and um, uh, hopefully um, this will not um, will not be going on forever, um, and uh, we can get back to gigging again soon. But um, I don't know, man. I'm really getting itchy feet about stuff. Um, uh, not to uh, uh, you know bring the mood down, people, but uh, yeah, it's just it's very weird when your your whole identity is wrapped up with uh, doing stand up. And then you're just a normal bod without your fucking super powers and your fucking, uh, you know, your bulletproof cloak on uh, having to work for the man, so to speak. Um, this is uh, the reason uh, <laughs> reason I started stand up. Uh, one of the reasons I started stand up other than to fuel my ego um, was to get out of uh, doing a day job and shit like that. But um uh, we're back to it temporarily, hopefully uh, for the time being. But um, we'll see. We'll see, won't we? Um, anyway, anyway, um, as I say, I haven't really done a lot this week. Um, uh, just fucking getting consumed with little shitty, little shitty things I have to do. I, Although I make up jobs for myself. Um, I don't know if any of you... Um, uh, People out there do that either. You make it, you know, you're putting things off, and yeah, so you're procrastinating by seeming like you're being productive. That's what we do. I washed my cushion covers the other day. That's what I did on my sofa. I washed my cushion covers. And even as I was fucking doing it, I thought to myself, surely, Ben, you've got fucking more important things to do. You could be writing material. You could be fucking doing that fucking recording um youtube thing you wanted to do but i was like no these cushion covers <laughs> this is my main priority right now what is it about you ben while you're putting this up do you not have enough confidence in your own ability that you need to wash cushion covers is that it um i don't know we got a bit carried away there didn't we uh we got a bit deep there people already um but yeah i've been procrastinating a little bit this week um and then obviously it comes around to Saturday and I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Uh, I've got to rustle something together for half an hour. Not that we haven't done that before on stage, people. <laughs> Sick and tired of the old stuff. I cannot do this material one more time 
or I'm going to shoot myself in the fucking head live on stage and bleed out. In the first minute, I'm going to do that, walk on stage, shoot myself in the head and then bleed out for the other 29 minutes I've got to fill. Um, I'd rather do that than do the material that I've been doing for about six months now. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, not that we haven't, uh, procrastinated for, um, uh, half an hour, but, uh, we've, uh, not procrastinated for half an hour, but like just winged it for half an hour on stage. So why not wing it on the fucking podcast and see if we've still got those winging skills that have seen us through good and, uh, some bad gigs, uh, in the past. Um, I'm on the coffee again by the way, people. So I might seem a little bit, a little bit like a fucking trapped animal. Um, Let's have a little bit of this coffee. Oh, it doesn't get any better than that. Although it is piling on the pounds. That's the thing. They don't, you don't even look at it. Do you? How much I know there's fucking calories. I never look at calories by the way, but I know there's calories in that coffee. I know they're working against my fucking trim beach body ready fucking, I am, I am sort of beach body ready at the minute. I I feel like a washed up whale. Um, uh, I just need somebody to drag me back into the water and get me in shape again. Um, but uh, uh, that'll come, won't it? That'll come. Now I've got uh, now I've got a new bike. That's <laughs> the new bike that is just fucking stored in um, in Hannah's house. Uh, just. <laughs> covered over it looks nice i don't want to get it dirty now <laughs> i don't want to get it dirty so i haven't used it actually i don't really want to use it until i've painted the chips on it uh that we discussed in a previous episode of this podcast um because nothing you buy is perfect um and i want everything to be perfect Really, Ben? Do you really want everything to be perfect? Why not be a little bit more prepared on your podcast? Okay. Okay. Naysayers. Um, Let's have a little bit more coffee before we get into this. Come on. We can do this. Let's limber up. Come on. You know, rub, rub a bit of deep heat on my legs. It'll be just like the fucking cup finals I used to play in as a child. As long as I've got enough deep heat on my legs, I'm bound to have a good game. Anybody else superstitious when they used to play sports? Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Put on put on your fucking right boot first. I always used to do that. That was one of my superstitions when I used to play football. I always used to put my right shin pad on first, then my left shin pad, then the right sock, then my left sock, then my right boot and my left boot. That was it. And then I would have a good game. Um... Didn't always work out that way. <laughs> it's not the easiest. I didn't shoot up like um, uh, in height until I was about 17, I don't think. And when you're playing as a 15-year-old and you're about five foot one and you're playing, <laughs> playing fucking left back or left midfield against somebody who was... Um, Essentially, a man. <laughs> it's the uh, I had a few instances where it was uh, the Jonah Lomu fucking Rory Underwood situation. <laughs> I just got fucking trampled. <laughs> hey, do you not want to see my silky skills? 
No, take a stud in the fucking face. Ah, thank you. Thank you for that, uh, gentlemen. Nice pubes, by the way. I endeavour to get those someday. Uh, anyway, um, what have we been uh, looking at uh, uh, this week? Um, let's have a little bit more coffee before we start this because I'm a greedy fucking guts and my footballing career is over so I can just pile on the pounds. Um There we go. Jesus Christ, I almost went down the wrong way. That's what she said. Um, anyway, uh, this is uh, talking about uh, things she said. This is not, uh, this is, this, that's no link at all, really, to be perfectly honest. But this made me fucking laugh today. This is the ende the endeavours that women go to to make themselves look nice. I mean, we all like to look nice, don't we? You know, I, uh I, uh, you know, I do my best, you know, in trying to look nice, you know, as long as I'm clean, I smell all right, um, and I haven't got any wet stains under my armpits, which, uh, as you get older, I don't know whether I'm going through some sort of male menopause, I don't even know if that exists, or if it's just men saying, hey man, we changed too, ladies, I know you're going through all those hot sweats and all your eggs are fucking dried up. Rattling around inside of you like the fucking like a like the top of a fucking walnut whip, um. Uh, but we go through that as well. I don't know, but I I sweat a lot just lately. Um, I don't know why that is. I don't know uh, what the issues are there, but uh, there's definite more sweatage going on in my forties than there were on my thirties. I mean, I should. I should have made a sweat graph. That's what I should have done in my 30s, just to track the amount of sweat that is coming out of this body. But anyway, we all like to look nice. I like to smell nice. I have certain aftershaves I use. Here is a lady. Um, she just wanted to look nice, man. She just wanted to look nice. She's um, She is a black lady, and there is a... Um, I've noticed, like, well, not not just black women, but a lot of white women as well, um, like like to go for the old slick hair, you know, like that glued down, literally glued down in this, in this instance. That's sort of like you know, really heavily gelled, and then there's things going on at the sides here. Um, there's there's sort of like ripple effects with the hair, um, down the sideburn area. Uh, I don't know whether that's to cover sideburns. I don't know if they are sideburns, but there's usually a, a sort of like gelled ripple effect going down there. Anyway, um, this lady uh, uh, who ran out of hairspray, uh, she's an American lady, I believe, uh, an African-American lady. Um, the title of this is Surgeon Saves Gorilla Glue Girl Who Sealed Her Hair With Super Glue. <laughs> So she's run out of airspray, and her instant uh, first reaction is not like to pop the shops. Hey, I'll, I'll pop the, I'll pop on a hat. I'll pop the shops. I'll get some new airspray. She's got gorilla glue in the house. Um, she's used an industrial strength adhesive as a substitute um, for the hairspray. Uh, Tessica Brown learned that less uh, learned the lesson the hard way this month after she used a spray can of Gorilla Glue. Now I have used Gorilla Glue um, 
uh, to stick gorillas together. <laughs> Let me tell you, it fucking works. No, I've used it for uh, various DIY bodge jobs that I've done over the years. And it is strong shit. If you get that shit on your fucking hands, it's difficult to get off. It's like having super glue on your hands. If you've ever got super glue on your hands, you know that as soon as you get it on, it is peeling off your fucking skin. Um, so Tessica, um, she, uh, uh, she did a TikTok video initially of this, uh, of using Gorilla Glue, and it basically, you know, I think they had to shave off her head or, like, something like that initially. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it basically... T- <laughs> Basically turned her head, her hair into a fucking helmet. <laughs> uh, I mean, like you know, she's got um, she's got the the old fake eyelashes on. She looks a very pretty girl. Uh, she's just got uh hair that's turned into a fucking helmet. Um, which, to be fair, um, in America would um um stop any stray um stray bullets from the police so you know it's a double-edged sword really um on the one on the one you know she's never she's never she's never gonna have to do her hair ever again that's what that's gonna save her time because it is never gonna fucking move (laughs) with the fucking glue on it uh i mean that's one thing at least isn't it that um you know, she, she her time in getting ready. She must take a lot of time to get ready. She's got fake eyelashes on. Um, I don't know whether she's got those fake eye things. You know, like the fake colour eyes. Um, because I imagine she's naturally got brown eyes. Although, you know, I'm not, I'm not being eyeist here, but it looks like she's got blue eyes because her eyes are really popped, um, and really blue, um. And I imagine that's not a natural eye colour. I know there's probably people out there who are black who have naturally blue eyes people before you fucking go, actually, Mr. Uninformed. Um, But I imagine they are um, uh, those, uh, you know, contacts. Um, But she has been saved. Um, It it says more than 28 million people watched the initial video about a blunder and millions more have followed along to watch her updates. No shit. Just in case, nobody in the fucking world is ever... At least she's taken one for the team there. Nobody in the fucking world ever again is going to put Gorilla Glue on their hair. And if they do, they fucking deserve not to be helped. Apparently, they made up some sort of, like, um, some concoction, like there's pictures of her and stuff like that. She don't she don't look very happy. Um, uh, Brown says she tried using coconut oil, tea tree oil, and several other tactics to get rid of the glue, but none of them were. She also got checked out by a local doctor who could apparently couldn't help her. Gorilla glue called it an unfortunate and new unique situation i bet they were like uh they didn't call it that they could you know what they called first they called their fucking lawyers <laughs> just to make sure on the bottle it said do not use this as a fucking hair product um 
The the company also said that Brown had gone against the instructions on the label. There we go, covering their ass. This product is not in, indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent. Uh, the company said in its statement, our spray adhesive states in the morning, do not swallow, do not get any eyes on skin or on clothing or hair, it should say after that. I bet it's going to say it's used for craft home, auto or office projects to mount things to surfaces. Yes, she technically did that. She used it in the home to mount her hair to a fucking scalp permanently. <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, here we go. Dr. Michael Obeng removed the glue during a four-hour surgery in L.A. The plastic surgeon reportedly did the surgery for free and used a combination of medical-grade adhesive remover, aloe vera, olive oil, and acetone to dissolve the glue. Uh, fucking hell. Four fucking hours. I mean, what a fucking... Fucking lemon. <laughs> I bet when she put it on. But that's the that's the thing these days, though, isn't it? That's the thing. Somebody who this is this is the power of the Internet and power of social media. Sorry, I'll, I'll just take some coffee. It's the power of the Internet and some more coffee. Hang on. And the power of social media that a fucking idiot who has glued her hair to her scalp, becomes famous for being an idiot and racks up 28 million fucking hits or whatever on a fucking TikTok. Jesus. I bet she's got money out of that. I bet she, she, she could... Her page is now sponsored by either a hairspray product or Gorilla Glue. Brown will have to wait some time before putting her hair into a ponytail or using a weave, but it looks like she'll get to keep her head of hair and she'll be able to style it in many different ways in the future. Yeah. Um, this is it. Idiots become famous. This, this, <laughs> that's the fucking modern world we live in, isn't it? Uh, Jesus. Um, fair play to the old plastic surgeon. I bet he's got, oh, fucking hell, you know. Anybody who's ever super glued their uh, fucking balls to their side of the leg or their cock to their belly or something like that is going to be... Oh, is that, he's going to get a procession of fucking idiots through his door now. <laughs> oh, is that Dr. Michael Obank? <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I seem to have glued my hand to my balls. Um, yeah, can you get over here right away? <laughs> Actually, can you book me a taxi? Um, my other hand is, uh, glued to my asshole. How are you ringing this? Well, let's just say my f nose is now glued to my phone. <laughs> it was glue everywhere. I thought, I, I thought it was moisturizing, man. Uh, Jesus. So, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think she earns idiot of 2021, doesn't she? Um, Fair play to her, though. She looks very dignified with... You know, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Years years ago, right, somebody would have done that and kept fucking quiet about it, wouldn't they? You know, the people who... You know the people. The people who go up down A&E with things, like, inserted in various orifices and shit like that. 
you know, they got a must, you know, tin of mustard or something like that, you know, tin of salmon at her ass. <laughs> something like that. You know, people used to go down to A&E with shit like that and go, right, this is my name and my fucking address because I have to give you that. But before I tell you what's wrong with me, we do have that patient, you know, doctor-patient confidentiality, don't we? Cool. Okay. <laughs> Just setting that straight. So this can't go anywhere else, no? Excellent. Right. There's a tin of Chom West up my ass. <laughs> they used to do that. Used to be discreet, didn't it? You know, used to be discreet. Now, somebody fucks up like that, fucking makes their head into a helmet, you know. With the old gorilla glue, you know, and uh, the next minute they see that as an opportunity to fucking get followers on fucking TikTok. <laughs> it's a very different generation, people. It is a very different generation. <laughs> that sort of shit. If I'd have done that, I'd have fucking shaved my fucking head off, uh, shaved my fucking hair off. Not mentioned a word, and if somebody said uh, what happened, uh, and I'd have wore a hat for about two months, I'd have slept in a hat, I'd have worn it everywhere, and then just not mentioned anything to anybody. Probably every time I, you know, went shopping for glue, I'd have given it a sly little look, stayed away from old Gorilla Glue. That's a brand I wouldn't buy again. But now, now people can make money out of being fucking idiots. Jesus. Um, anyway, um, let's have a look at um, some other stuff that's been going on. Apparently, like, because uh, uh, we mentioned on the podcast, like, um, a few weeks ago that um, uh, dogs and cats and, uh, well, dogs mainly are being stolen. Um, for some reason, this uh, it's been a big surge for the dog industry. Um, the dog breeding industry, because everybody's everybody's getting a little bit lonely, baby. Hey, I'm lonely. I need something to f fulfill my life because I can't go out and I'm locked in the house. Hey, why don't I buy a dog and I can keep that prisoner with me in the house as well? That's essentially what everybody's done. Everybody has looked towards dogs as some sort of fucking um, uh, counsellors for them. Hey, my mental health's really bad. If I get a dog, it'll be great. No, you're just going to fucking depress the dog. S stop depressing the fucking dogs. Um, but uh, the RSPCA have apparently, this is the uh, Royal Society for the uh, Protection, uh, Prevention. <laughs> Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals here in the UK, uh, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. Uh, there's fake RSPCA officers apparently going around trying to steal dogs from people's homes. Uh, hi, we're from the Royal Society for the um, whatever it is. <laughs> Just give give us your fucking dog. Um, the RSPCA has issued a warning, apparently, about that. Uh, the animal charity took to social media to warn owners that people across parts of England and Wales have been impersonating frontline staff in a cruel scam aimed at stealing people's pets. Um, the, RIC, uh, the RSPCA said if pet owners are worried or suspect somebody may be impersonating an officer to tell them. Uh, dog thefts, thefts have risen. Jesus, can't talk. Dog thefts have risen apparently sharply during the lockdown 
periods caused by coronavirus pandemic. Um, their research revealed the dramatic rise in pet thefts with reports of stolen dogs 65% higher. Yeah, because because if you look at the price of puppies or anything like that these days, just a fucking mangy little, you know, whether, you know, not even a like registered breeder, you know, someone's got a great Dane to fuck a shih tzu and gone like, oh, we're going to have a great shit. We'll call it a great shit. That's what we'll do. That's another thing, isn't it? Where people are selling mongrels now under the the guise that it's um the the guise that it's a pedigree dog, we'll get a Labrador to fuck a poodle and that's a Labradoodle. It, it'll be a Labrador with curly hair. There you go. Fucking palm that off. Next one. <laughs> we're gonna get a wolf to fuck a pug, and we're gonna call it a fucking wug. There we go. Uh, that was, that was close. <laughs> oh, fuck it. W-U-G, that was, by the way, people, just in case you fucking misheard me there. Um, uh, yeah. Or a poof. Uh, that was poof, by the way, as in P-O-L-F. Jesus Christ. There were two dodgy combinations there. <laughs> Nobody ever get a wolf to fuck a pug because you're in a fucking nightmare of naming it there. Just my advice. But yeah, they're just getting like two dogs to fuck. Ah, oh, the next one. It's it's like people are experimenting. Like we're like, you know, Dr. Frankenstein, like with dogs again, aren't we? Like we went through all that like years ago where we were breeding dogs to fucking, oh, I want a short dog now so it can lay on my feet at night and warm them up. Or I want a dog like so small it can fit under my armpit and just absorb the sweat from myself. I could do with that, to be perfectly honest. Um... Uh, a sweaty spaniel. Where does that go? Just pop a couple of sweaty spaniels under your arms. The the ears really soak up the fucking sweat. But it seems like like people are just trying to sell those dogs off. But even for those, even dogs that aren't a Labradoodle, even like dogs that are like a cocker spaniel, you know, that's, you know, got out and like just can't withhold it and it's fucked the nearest dog possible. And they've had a breed. They're about two grand, let alone like, you know, the KC Kennel Club fucking registered dogs. Um, and therefore, they're fucking valuable. That's why people are nicking them. Can't you be, you can microchip dogs, but can't you, you know, that's no good. If you're going to nick a dog, you're going to, you're going to cut the microchip out and you <laughs> You're not going to go, oh, I see this dog. It's a, yeah, oh, it's a, found out it's microchipped. Huh? You're going to have that out straight away, aren't you? Haven't they got, like, things where you could, like, dog trackers or something like that that you can attach to their fucking tail or something? You know, put a little flag on it, like them fucking robots that go around this area? I don't know. But anyway, so look out there, people. Who would fall for that anyway? Hi, I'm from the RSPCA. Oh, yeah, what seems to be the problem? Oh, we need to take your fucking dog. Oh, there you go. That's fine. Yeah. There you go. See you later. Are you going to bring it back? Yeah, of course we are. No worries about that. Go, 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 go. Take the dog. Go. Like some sort of fucking military operation. Let's, uh, let's, um, let's finish on some good news, shall we? This episode. 
Um, apparently, this was on the BBC website, he says, losing his voice. My v- fucking voice has gone all croaky now, isn't it? Um, uh, apparently, here's good news, people. This was big. This was big when I was coming up, right, back in the day. I hate people who say that as well. They meant like most people who say back in the day are like fucking in their 20s. Back in the day to somebody in 20s means like last Tuesday. Um, ozone layer rescued from CFC damage. Um, now, this uh, this was a big thing in the 80s. I'm, I'm fucking losing my voice. This was a big thing in the 80s. I got too overexcited about the dogs being stolen. Um, the, the CFCs, we used to have them in fucking deodorants, right? Maybe this is why I'm sweating now. Bring CFCs. Does this mean we can bring CFCs back? <laughs> Somebody will fucking do that in a few years. Uh, we'll bring CFCs back because the ozone layer is all right. The ozone layer is apparently self-healed as opposed to self-harmed. Um, and it is back, baby. It is back for 2021. Guess who's back? The ozone layer is back. A steady decline in the levels of ozone harm in CFC chemicals in the atmosphere has resumed, scientists say. This follows a recent dangerous pause in that downward trajectory. So um, the ozone layer is basically is a thin part of the Earth's atmosphere, right, that absorbs most of the ultraviolet radiation from the sun. In the 80s, that fucked off. It just went, look, I can't cope with this fucking CFC shit. Right, I'm fucking off for a bit. You're going to get a little bit of more ultraviolet light, possibly more skin cancer. You did this to yourselves. Wasn't it like the guy, there was something about the guy, CFC inventor. He fucking, he's killed more people than fucking cancer, this guy. Thomas Midgley Jr. That was the guy. He's the guy. He invented CFCs, um, and um, yeah, he's renowned as the worst, world's worst inventor. He invented CFCs, and uh, um, he also um, was the one who came up with um, uh, the lead additive in petrol to stop engines knocking. <laughs> so not only did he poison the fucking air by putting lead in petrol. Um, he all he also um, uh, f- screwed the ozone layer by inventing CFCs. <laughs> what a cunt. Uh, Thomas Midgley. Look at him looking all proud. I bet he was so proud as well about that. Hey, man, I got this new gas thing. We can put it in like fucking aerosols and fridges and shit. It'll be cool. Next minute, ozone layer gone. Hey guys, I got uh, I got a way of uh, stopping the knocking in uh, petrol engines, and then uh, by putting lead in it. And the next minute, there's fucking babies being born without any fucking nipples. Um, Jesus. So anyway, the ozone layer is back. There's a bit of positivity. Uh, to end this episode on, he says, struggling to talk at the moment. Um, yeah, my uh, my voice is going a little bit. Um, and I ain't got no coffee. I ain't got no coffee to help my voice. Um, but luckily, uh, we are over 30 minutes, people. 
we rambled on about uh, a little bit there. Sorry about the uh, the ending with the old husky voice, but hey, some people might like it out there. Um, that was episode 186 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Um, enjoy your rest of the weekend, people. Uh, you've got the rest of Saturday and the rest of Sunday. Sunday day, uh, Sunday to do whatever you want, man. Don't go inventing shit that is going to destroy the environment. That would be my one tip for the weekend. Don't do that. Don't be a Thomas Midgley Jr. I bet his dad was so fucking proud of him at the time, isn't he? But his son fucking thought he was an asshole. <laughs> That's a generation gap, baby. Anyway, I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Um, have a good rest of the weekend. Take care.